0: Well, it is time, ma'am fam, it's time for the Rise of Skywalker. We've been waiting for this review for, feels like forever, at least a couple of years now, and maybe 30 plus years if you're listening uh, as an old Star Wars fan. But man, definitely long anticipated and uh, a lot to talk about with this review. So welcome in to the Mad About Movies podcast. Kent Garrison here, hosting with my co-hosts, Brian Gill and Richard Barton. Hey, guys. Hey, man. What's up? This is a fun tradition, uh, do, that town, which is see Star Wars together every year. Yeah. We usually don't get to screen movies together very often, but uh, we made it happen for this one. And uh, it's always good to uh, to sit by you guys and, and uh, you know, drink our Diet Cokes and uh, right. eat our... Uh, chicken crispers together at an Elmo Draft House. Kent has good. the
1: has the misfortune of getting my quips during the movie, which I thought, <laughs> thought he had I a great throwing. quip. And
0: I'll and I'll I'll tell you the quip later. It was a good. Okay.
1: It was very good. It was a good good joke. I didn't, and yeah. <laughs> it was either you or Lindsay. I thought you would. Yeah, call me Lindsay more might not. I uh, go thought easy. It was very funny. But uh, <laughs> so. we'll
0: we'll, uh, we'll tease that uh, talk about it a little bit later. But uh, the rise of Skywalker, of course, Star Wars Episode Nine, the culmination or conclusion of. All of the episodic Star Wars movies, starting with 77's, uh, I guess, A New Hope, um, later dubbed A New Hope, and ending with this one. So, everybody seems to have their favorite Star Wars movies, Uh, everybody has their opinions on this, and, uh, you know, no one really seems to be right. Uh, That's kind of what I found. Everybody thinks they're right, but nobody really is right when it comes to Star Wars. Um, And so, we're going to kick this thing off with general thoughts but I want to forewarn you there will be spoilers in this if you've not seen the rise of Skywalker don't listen to this episode just don't do it uh, go see the movie put this on afterwards and uh, save yourself a lot of trouble so having said that uh, guys a um, lot of anticipation on my end going into this one and uh, you know we talked about it in our in our pregame show um, that you know the it would be almost impossible for this film to uh, live up to the expectations of everybody. To to end a, a trilogy like this or a series like this is almost um, impossible, right? Um, so, you know, the, the the task at hand from J.J. Abrams was incredibly difficult. Mm. Uh, you know, not only that, not only. Uh, Finishing up the, the Star Wars films that he grew up loving, you know? Um, it's so personal for him to probably, how he would want to end these. But also, how am I going to uh, continue these new characters that we've created? And how am I going to continue the film that Ryan Johnson made before me, this last one? How is this all going to work? There's so many factors at hand and so many moving parts with this one that, uh, you know, at the outset, it almost seems like this would be an impossibility. But, uh, man, I I got to tell you guys, I'm... I don't know if I'm crazy, and I mentioned this to Richard, but I was completely uh, blown away by how well this came together, and yeah, um, and how fun it was, um, how much how it kept me guessing, how much uh, the stakes kept increasing throughout the thing, mm-hmm. um, how much humor there was that wasn't cringe humor. Um, there was one. There was one. That there.
1: Was, yeah. I looked at you. I don't know if you caught it, but it. I died. Okay, well, uh, But yeah. I lo- love the movie. Well, well, you may uh, have so- caught it, I just didn't, your face didn't move, and I was like, there's no way Ken's face <laughs> wouldn't move at that line. But maybe you're just a pro, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I am.
0: But uh, I was just very impressed with how tonally consistent the
1: mm-hmm. film was. Yeah.
0: And and that that was my, one, probably my biggest complaint with The Last Jedi was, as soon as it felt serious, it got funny. And as soon as it was trying to be funny, it got serious again. It was so all over the place. Um It's felt superfluous in so many areas. So many things felt like they should be cut. Um, This one did not feel that way at all. It felt uh, chronological. It felt necessary. Um, You know, there are some MacGuffins here and there. There are some conveniences in the plot uh, to make things happen, you know, for people to find each other in the vastness of space. You got to have some conveniences happen. So I understand that. But uh, I was just floored by the emotion of the film how it hit every note i wanted it to hit um at the end and it was just such a ride so entertaining so um so many different settings so many different uh things that i've never seen in star wars before um i just thought daisy ridley was fantastic in this film um and Uh, You know, she just deserves so much for this series. She's just been so great in these three films and carried the the weight of the entire Star Wars fandom on her shoulders this entire time. And and I just thought she was great in this. The Ben Solo um, story I thought was fantastic as well. I love that character and I love this. But I just thought overall, and we're gonna, get, you know, of course, get into uh, spoilers and, and everything that we can with this movie. But I just thought overall that JJ did such a great job, just knowing what we wanted with with legacy characters, but also like let's just get these three characters of Ray, Finn, and Poe back together and just go have a freaking adventure film and end this thing. And uh, that's what it felt like for me. So I was I was really really pleased with uh, with how this ended not sure how I'm going to rank it in the entirety of star Wars and, you know, uh, all of that. But, uh, man, I was pleasantly surprised with, uh, with the rise of Skywalker and, you know, got a little teary eyed at moments mm-hmm. too. So, so, didn't really expect that, but, uh, uh, who wants the floor
2: now, Brian? Sure. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Look, I, I liked it a lot. I'm, I'm going to go see it again tomorrow. I definitely have a feeling this will be one that I like more second time around. Um, than, than even the first one and I really enjoyed it the first time it's a it's a wholly enjoyable movie um I think it that's something that it there's gonna be I think there's gonna be a lot even just looking at our discord channel already like I think there's gonna be a big debate between last Jedi and this um on on various levels um and that's fine one thing that th- I think this has over last Jedi by leaps and bounds is just pure fun enjoyability and so I had a great time with it. Um, I loved the last hour or so, and I loved uh, large chunks of of the you know the hour and a half or however long this is uh, up to that point. The pacing in the beginning, especially in the first first forty five minutes to an hour, was really painful to me. I, I just there's so many scene shifts, and there is a lot crammed into this movie. And it, it very much felt like I love JJ Abrams, uh, greatly. He's one of my very favorite directors and filmmakers. And, um, I love his vision and his ideas. This, it very much felt like to me, he was like, I did not love last Jedi. And so I'm going to do my second movie and my third movie here in this third movie. I'm just going to kind of cram it all together. And it's a weird thing where I don't, there's very little that I would say that needs to come out. If I, you know, if, if we're storyboarding this or something and we're putting it up on the end I'm, or I'm reading the script and it, there's very little that needs that I say that's got to come out. Um, but there's just so much in it, especially again in the, in the first hour, it, it really has a, it doesn't breathe at all, um, to start with. And that's a little, not a little It is it, for me. It was, it was, it was pretty jarring, I th- again, I think second time around that, that sort of stuff, uh, once you're ready for it, you're a little bit adjusted to it. Maybe that ha- doesn't have as much of a bearing. Um, but I was, I was kind of, there was several times in the beginning where I'm kind of looking around, like, are we all like, this is moving way too fast to try to get way too much in. Um, so I didn't love that. The, this, but I, but at the same time, again, I like, I don't have a, I don't have a real problem with any of the plotting stuff. It's just, I think it's just the, the quantity of it, uh, of it all. Even that, even still, um, the stuff that I loved is so is so enjoyable and Star Warsy and feels right and um, balances nostalgia and the you know the, the fan service thing with uh, with new stuff and quality and having that that nostalgia to me more than anything it, it makes the nostalgia stuff and the the fan service matter and and be important instead of just throwing in, uh, isn't it cool when Luke Skywalker is here or isn't it cool when, you know what I mean? Like it's a, it really felt like it had a a purpose throughout, uh, throughout the the course of the movie for the most part. And so I loved all that. And to finish that up and hand it off to you, Richard, and we can get into more of this stuff later. you, You mentioned Kent, you mentioned how great, how great Daisy Ridley is in this and, uh, wholly agree with that. She's so, she's so great. John Boyega is great. Oscar Isaac is great. Adam Driver is great. And it, having rewatched all these movies over the last week, I think I said to you on our pregame show yesterday, Kent, the watching the prequels and just acknowledging like the script is terrible and the direction is bad. But if they just had like a normal average actor in these roles then it would probably be a you know a full letter grade higher and that was where i felt in this movie because there's times when like some of the dialogue is a little rough in in places and they are again they're just forcing so much into the plot and stuff and there's times where that really starts to it starts to feel like it's busting at the seams and then but you have these actors on screen who are all really really good and they carry things that uh, a lesser actor would have you know would wouldn't have been able to to handle like imagine Hayden Christensen in one of these roles and just like you know immediately because there's just not <laughs> yeah. there's not a there's times when they're there's times when the, this movie more so I think than force awakens or the last Jedi really calls upon the actors to act and to carry and to do you know take the weight on their shoulders and move. And, uh, and they, they all come through on that. And that, that helps so much with, with some of the, the little issues that, that pop up. So anyway, overall, I really liked it. I think I'm going to like it more second time around. Um, and I think it has, a, it, it ends all of this stuff quite well. And I, and I really enjoyed that. I just, I wish we could figure out a way to kind of, I just need like, I just need a little breathing space between all these jump, 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 jump to place, to place, to place, to place. So Richard, what about you?
1: yeah um daisy really is wonderful i you know to me i mean i'm i'm fresh out of it i mean we we uh we left the theater drove to our respective abodes and plugged in mics and we're going so i i haven't had my normal time to kind of ruminate on things but i, I mean that's up there i think with those three films uh and and, and isaac and wayeg are great too but her specifically is like up there with really some of the great um, popcorn acting movies. I don't mean that disparatively. It's just a different mm-hmm. kind of skill set or, or not even really just great acting within, for lack of a better word, kind of a silly world, you know, in, in, in a respectful way. It may be with, I think Downey's Iron Man. Um, there's probably others. I'm just not fully thinking of, but she's so, she's so charismatic, so believable, so grounded, such a great, performance and I, god I hope that she's not Mark Hamill cuz she's a I think a really fine actress not that he's had a bad career but I, I would love to see her continue to be a movie star you know and not voicing video games in 30 years or something you know um but she's she she deserves especially this one I think totally carried this film and it didn't even feel weird at all uh not weird but you know it's just like you have these other big personalities in it and she's just, like, totally the LeBron of this team. Like, okay, she's got it. She's going to carry it. Everyone else just get to yeah. the corner. Hey, you know, Oscar Isaac, get to the corner and shoot a three. I mean, that's all I'm going to need <laughs> out of you. Uh, I'll handle everything else. So uh, it's just a great performance. And, and I think, are there some cheesy parts to it? I, I, I'm i with you, Brian. I, I loved the story. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the dialogue had some cringy parts to it. But, you know, so does A New Hope. That doesn't, you know. I mean, there's Star Wars movies always have some lines. Where you're kind of like, oh, okay. I mean, at least to me, and, and that that's part of the charm. Uh, the worst line though is uh, <laughs> the one I I don't know if Kent caught because yeah, what was it? I I really want to know. The stormtroopers are sitting there, and then the Knights of Ren come through, and they go, "Knights of Ren, goals." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah, no, yeah. I must have been writing yeah, down something. You down. Down. You yeah, you were. Yeah. yeah, I was writing Yeah, down one something. stormtrooper goes, Knights of Ren, like, awesome. And then the other one goes, goals. And I was like, oh, oh that's God. awful. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, it was yeah, so that been, Yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, immediately pan you, and you were just stone-faced. I was like, oh, he didn't No, hear I it. was writing something. Yeah. I remember that. I was writing
0: something down about the Knights of Ren. Knights uh, <laughs> of Ren, yeah. goals. Goes uh,
1: Wow. Sick. <laughs> and then they Harlem shaked. <laughs> then they all did the Harlem yeah, shake did. and left. Yeah, they dabbed. <laughs> 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 yeah, they did the floss real fast, yeah. <laughs> um, But, but yeah, but that's fine. The story's great. It was, it's a long movie, but, I mean, maybe just because I watched The Irishman recently, it didn't feel overly long, for <laughs> especially a final sure. movie. It didn't have the Return of the King thing yeah, of 17 sure. endings and all that, mm-hmm. you know?
2: Absolutely, yeah.
1: And like you said, Brian, it really brings it home. Well, I thought, um, the final set pieces, oh man, that water set piece was one of the coolest things I've seen. Um, just immaculately. What you know, water is so hard to do from an effects point of view. And that was about as, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe avatar two can happen now because that was pretty cool. Those water effects I thought. And, uh, and I loved it. Yeah. No, I, 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 this might be my favorite of the three, at least coming out of them, of the, yeah. of the new trilogy. I, I, I loved it. Not, and I like, uh, I certainly, we all liked force awakens. I I'm fine with the last Jedi. Um, cause I don't have the, it's hard for me to get offended by these cause I don't have the the knowledge. Certainly mm. respect people that are like, eh, it's not as good, but I was like, ah, for me, they're popcorn movies. I like them. They're cool. You know, I know the characters, they're cool. Uh, but this one, I, I came out kind of floating in a, in a great way. It's really a great movie, I thought. I don't know why people are hating on it. I'm, I'm confused. Yeah, it's
0: yeah, a good, that's a good point, Richard. And and you and I kind of left uh, at the same time, walking out of the theater. And it, i was just talk about the screening and the experience first before we you know go too far into this. Um, we saw it in a completely packed theater. Our our whole row was was our friends, and uh, and Richard was by me, and and, and it was pretty quiet. Uh, Uh You know, you expect, like, fanfare with this. You expect cheering. You expect excitement. Very somber. Um, Saw the film. I mean, the movie started. um, And, you know, you expect, like, at least cheering when the Star Wars logo comes up or in a galaxy far, far away or something like that. You expect some kind of hype. There's really none of that this time around. Um, I think a lot of skepticism from the audience um, more so than that. Um, But, you know, at the end of the film... uh, the, the name directed by JJ J. Abrams came up, and I started clapping. And I was the only one in the theater who even attempted a clap. And I was like, and I turned to Richard, I was like, Are you serious? Like, I was like, <laughs> Does everybody really hate this? Like, I really was confused. And I walked out of the theater, and as I was walking my car. I said, Richard, maybe I'm crazy. I don't know. And he's like, You know, same. I don't, I, I enjoyed it. You know, I had a really fun time with it. And, you know, my expectations were so high. Like, I was fully prepared to, like, tear this thing apart if it was a piece of crap. I really have no problem doing that. Uh, this show, if you listen to this show, you have no, uh, you know, you know that. So I just kept waiting, Brian, for this movie to dive off a cliff. Yes. Yeah, I really kept waiting yeah, for sure. it. And it sure. never did. I kept waiting for if anything, it to slow you know, down again, or drag. Yeah, and it never I mean, did.
2: Right. If anything, it's its first hour is by far the worst yeah, part. I mean it, it, gets like better. it doesn't it doesn't build to something and fall apart. It gets built it gets better as it goes. Big maybe, time. Not, I, I mean it's not close. People yeah. that
1: don't like it might have been offended by the Kylo Ren thing, which is a tough landing. Uh the Ben Kenobi piece. Hmm. um you I the get Ben it, you know, uh, solo he, piece. Yeah, oh, pardon me. Ben solo piece, but thank you for that. Um but uh I only drink out of Kenobi cups, not solo cups. <laughs> nice. Um <laughs> sick. Um but they, you know, so I get that, because he, like, <laughs> because, sort of turns into this hero, and it's like, well, he did slaughter, you know, hundreds of Jedi kids still. That still happened. Right. Um, right. But, you know, OJ, 2,000 rushing yards in a season, you know? <laughs> Things change. Yeah. Uh, no, but but 14-game uh, season, too. That's what people don't ever remember. Yeah, well, it was 14. <laughs> that's that's where that's where you really bring the hammer home. Yeah. That's where. Uh, but not that 16-game stuff they play now, but. No, but I think that has to be. I'm thinking about it. That has to be a certain subset of people who just can't get past that. So it's like, oh, it was bad. I, to me, I thought enormous degree of difficulty, but they landed it. Yeah, yeah, no, man. Totally. I he couldn't live. I, I'm glad they didn't make him live. Hundred percent. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And we, you know, we talked about that at the beginning. Uh, I mean, uh, during the pregame show, um, you know, how that, how that could, could go, could go. You know, so. Um, and I don't want to go, I want to kind of go chronological through the movie before we get too far into that uh, at the end. But just to talk about the first um, first uh, hour or so, um, you know, first I started off, I was surprised they didn't do the Fox fanfare. I really wanted that with this. Mm. Now that they own the 20th century Fox fanfare, I would have loved for this to start out with that. You know, maybe even the throwback, like old school version of it would have been a great Homage yeah, cool. to the original film. Yeah, they should add it to yeah. all
1: the all of them on Disney
0: Plus. That would be cool. They're not, and yeah. it's just Disney being petulant. Like, so cocky Disney that yeah. they can't do that. <laughs> and they can't yeah. just say, Oh, have here here's something we all remember and love. Have fun. You know, like they really think it's like a business thing, and that's that's sad because Bob was, Iger
1: doesn't get on the treadmill at four in the morning for Fox Fanfare, Fair. Okay? I'm willing to
0: i <laughs> I'm willing to bet nobody thought of that. <laughs> at no, Not one person at Lucasfilm was like, hey, we could start this with the fanfare now, guys, because we own it. Um, so that didn't happen. So I was like, oh, no. And then the, the crawl starts. And the, and the first words of the crawl are, the dead is risen. And I was like, oh, no. You know, like, <laughs> I was like, what is this, you know? And then uh, we, we, the, the film opens, and we see Kylo Ren, like, flying through. Uh, with his uh, with his TIE fighter flying through these looks like looks like the magic school bus episode where they're flying through the intestines you know or something and um, he finds this crystal GPS device and I'm like oh no you know Uh, and that's all within the first 90 seconds of the movie probably Mm -hmm. right and uh to be honest that was my biggest issue with the entire film was the crawl the <laughs> opening lines of the crawl and the gps thing until i figured out what that was for and i was like oh where is this going what what is this you know and then once they kind of explained it i was like okay i'm in i'm, I'm all for that yeah it's just uncharted place that nobody can find and there's only one reason no one way to find it great okay cool I'm in, I'm in you know it takes a line of dialogue for me to be in and and it had it. And you know, the only place that I kind of felt it felt overly convenient was in that first act when they stumble across the dagger. I was like, what are the freaking odds of Mm -hmm. the one dagger in the entire galaxy (laughs) is like in the sand, right where they are. But you know, at the same time, it's like fate could have brought Ray there or whatever. You know, you can always use that excuse of she was meant to be there at that time. So to me, that's a little bit passable, but, uh, Brian, what were your main issues with the with the first act? I agree with you that it kind of throws you into the Palpatine thing really fast. It's like sure. without yeah. the movie's not even started and it's like Palpatine's in control. It's like, "Holy crap, that was fat. You know, like he wasn't right. even mentioned in the other films at all. Right. Yeah, and now absolutely. he's in control of everything. Yeah. It's like, "Holy, okay." <laughs> yeah, know?
2: I know. Like getting on the on the drive home, my wife was again, my son and I watched all these movies uh, in the week or two weeks up to this point. And Lindsay was only in the... She, she watched uh, Force Awakens and Last Jedi and then just was kind of in and out of the room, whatever. And she she randomly was in the room in we were watching uh, Revenge of the Sith when, when Palpatine, you know, becomes Palpatine and does the Force lightning and all that sort of stuff. And she was like, man, if I hadn't seen that, if I hadn't randomly been in the room when that happened, I don't know if I would have been able to keep up with what was happening with him. Because it does just drop you into a world where Palpatine's on this weird planet. That's like super Sith culty and stuff. And again, like that very much felt like, I mean, do you guys, you guys agree with me on this, that, that, that felt like that was JJ's idea for the second movie that we end up in this place at some point in the Mm -hmm. second movie. And we can kind of build to Mm -hmm. the, that way you can lay out the, the way in or the, the, I don't even know if you have to do the way that Palpatine survived, but like the world that, that, is still occupied by Palpatine and in the third movie they're confronting each other so you so
0: um, wait you think that JJ
2: yeah. Had always planned for Palpatine to come back from the outset. So here's my thing: I don't know. I don't know if if there was a. And this we we've talked about this ad nauseum previously. I think the biggest issue with all three of these movies and this entire chapter of of Disney Star Wars films. And I'll right off the bat, I'll say I I uh, that they've I think they've corrected it. I think they've they've figured out this was a huge mistake. It's a dumb mistake, but they needed a plan from start to finish. If you're gonna do. A trilogy like this um i think you have to have an idea of where this thing is going to start and where it's going to go and i don't think I, I think they maybe had like a a one-page treatment you know of like hey we'd like to be here we'd like to do this and and all that but they needed uh they needed somebody with a creative vision to set the entire trilogy you know in motion and and probably direct all three movies i, I think jj I think JJ very quickly regretted not directing the second film and wished that he could have. So whether or not it was always in his plans to uh, introduce or reintroduce Palpatine at some point, I don't know. But I definitely think that some point between Force Awakens and this movie, that that was his idea. They're like, man, if I did a second movie, I you know we we'd do this, we'd do that, we'd kind of lean it. So that whole first, to me, again, the the whole first hour really feels like. Um, not necessarily completely ignoring the Last Jedi, but like definitely kind of resetting the the tables around the chair, or excuse me, the chairs around the table, and and kind of like, eh, but maybe I wanna I'm gonna am I'm gonna squeeze this and I'm gonna cram and and just so it's just a lot, it's just a lot of stuff, and I was I, I mean I was nervous for the first like thirty minutes, and again like I loved like I just love the characters, I love the the actors and the way that they were doing stuff, but there was it was re- i mean we say all the time you can it is very rare that you've got a good script when you've got uh 30 scene shifts in the first 10 minutes that's usually a, a sign that the script is too compact and that there's too much going on and that there wasn't a lot of editing going on now there's ex- there's exceptions to that like um Captain America Civil War is one that jumps back it just, just kind of jumps all over the world for the first 30 minutes before it settles in. And that's a very good movie. And so that's it's kind of the same thing. I just there was just a lot happening. Um, and I, I would I just would have liked to. Have, and again, I can't sit here maybe after the second viewing and say probably this is what you cut and this is how you cut it. But it throws you in and then spends a really long time trying to, like, catch you up to where the movie is and where the characters are. And, um, I don't think that that would have been the case if either, if JJ had directed the second film and could have put some of this stuff into the second movie, or if, uh, JJ liked the last Jedi. I think that's pretty, I don't know. It's, it's been pretty (laughs) clear to me over the last year or so. Again, I like the last Jedi a lot. I think it's a very good film. I don't think that JJ likes it. And I don't think, or maybe it isn't even that he doesn't like it. I don't think that he feels like that movie built on what he he did very well. And probably Ryan Johnson feels the exact same way right now that they didn't. They just didn't mesh. And right. maybe they maybe they like each other's work. Maybe they like each other. I don't know, but I don't think their their visions meshed well. And that was that was a, a I don't even know if it was a suspicion. That was just something that I I feel like has been kind of read between the lines understated over the last, uh, few months. And then the first, you know, whatever hour I was just like, Oh, that's pretty, <laughs> he's pretty much been like, Nope, I'm going to, I'm going to just do kind of my own. I'm going to give you a taste of what my second movie would have been like. And, uh, and then it takes kind of, so it kind of takes a while to just get going in a place where we're just like, okay, this is, this is the plot. This is the story. I am I'm here for it. And, um, I enjoyed that, that section much more for all of its reasons, not just because I like Star Wars, because I like these actors, I like these characters and, and all that stuff.
0: Yeah. Richard, do you have anything on that first uh that first act? Uh,
1: um no. I, I I uh I mean it flips around a lot. I always think these Star Wars do I always think that's kind of the the uh style of them is to yeah, fly around was the universe. Say. Yeah. It's kind of it's kinda of like But I'm sure it was more than normal. I just didn't notice it.
0: Yeah, you know, to me it felt like they just they just needed the energy of this movie to be really high. And you can't if point. you stay on one location for too long, you just you get bored. And you forget about the other characters and the importance of the other characters and I mean, the last Jedi, that that whole casino sequence, the 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 stuff with Benicio, it's just it goes on for so long and it means almost nothing and it's just so superfluous, and, and this didn't, you know, I guess it, uh, it, if you stay, like I said, if you stay in one location for way too long, it, it just feels, uh, it drags, and this movie never dragged for me at all, um, and again, at the beginning, it does take a little bit, uh, a little bit to get into it, but, you know, for me, Brian, it never really, they don't really, you know, they are jumping from place to place, but they're not asking you to learn something new every time. To me, from the outset of the yeah, film, it was like, "Okay, Palpatine's the bad guy; gotta kill him," and that's the whole movie, really. You know, that's the whole motivation for mm. for for everything. You know, and it's basically a race to kill him. You know, between Kylo Ren and Rey. Um, and the the uh, the one thing that I think JJ really embraced from the Last Jedi was the force talk between Kylo and Rey and that's obvious yeah with how they yeah, use that totally. here yeah great Um, you know that might be the one thing that's like okay you kind of need to see that before heading into this movie or you know maybe if you wanted to know who Snoke was at the beginning you know they kind of explain oh Snoke was uh basically Palpatine's creation right makes mm-hmm. sense okay yeah and I sure. love how they had those Snokes like in the tanks and like all right. I love that. Yeah, that but was really uh, that was awesome <laughs> that was cool um but, but, yeah, man, I, I'm willing to bet, like, there's going to be a cut of The Force Awakens, The Last Jedi, and this all in one file. And they're going to cut out so much from The Last Jedi other than, like, some stuff with Rey on the island, the throne room sequence. And that might be it that you, like, really need or it would be good to see before this film, right? Um, and that felt great, too. That did feel great, yeah. But yeah, that's a great point, Brian, about JJ's second movie is probably that first act. You're right with the with the desert mm. sequence and yeah. bringing Lando back and and all that did feel kind of right, kind of like what something he would do. So um, sure. so
2: yeah, it starts the off. The Lando thing was a great sorry was a great example to me of the pacing because it's like stop I'm you know I'm arresting the resistance bam I'm dead bam I'm Lando bam go do this thing you're just like whoa 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 like let's have a pause so that we can appreciate that Lando Calrissian just came back like let's you know let's have a chill moment here but but that's, you know, that's just kind of how the whole thing how, goes uh, in that first
1: stretch. Especially that part, though, when Chewie goes up in the ship, Brian, how were you? I couldn't oh, see you. Oh,
2: gosh. Dude, so much Chewbacca. Awesome and sad and yeah. just emotion. So much Chewbacca emotions for me in this, this, when, this movie. When we oh. thought
1: he was there, when he th- when we thought <laughs> he was gone, I looked at Lindsay and yeah. I was like, good luck with that. That's... <laughs> <laughs>
2: There's some yeah. therapy for yeah. both father and son. Right. Good luck. It's going to be a tough one, yeah. Oh, man. I, I went in thinking like it's possible that my dude's gonna die in this and i'm i'll i'll be able to but if you give him an off screen death like that oh boy i was gonna be i was gonna give it an f minus 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 right then and there, so I'm glad that we corrected that
0: yeah man and i thought uh i thought that was all really really fun at the uh they go to the desert planet and um they uh i guess we kind of skip over the iceberg battle that happens in the beginning it's kind of superfluous at the you know that was a the cool outset setting, it was man. really they cool i yeah. wish they
2: would have done a little more with that to be honest because it was that was yeah. just a really cool you place. know i also
0: i i liked the tie fighters chasing the falcon through Lightspeed. speed i never knew that that was a yeah, the visual cool. of like the falcon shooting off the light speed and like the tie fighters like catching the trail of it you know and like going along, like basically hijacking the light speed source was really neat too. Right. Um, yeah, that was very cool. The uh Djarik chess game between Chewie and them was funny. Uh, I liked that. Um the let's see, Ray's training in the woods again. Um she says the scene with uh with Leia, she's when she says uh, you know here's Luke's lightsaber I haven't earned it, you know, I'm not worthy. Uh I'll earn it someday. I feel like that mm-hmm. was from the force awakens and it was a deleted scene that they put in. Does that, did that feel like, yeah, I think,
2: I, I, I think that's probably, I think that's probably accurate. That's another thing where you've it felt like, and they, they revisit it later, but I assume that everyone kind of understands that Leia has whatever force sensitivity or whatever. Um, but that it is kind of shoehorned in the idea that, that actually she's a, she's a Jedi or like 99% a Jedi or whatever. And it's, it's like touched on throughout um, little notes within the originals. And then in last Jedi, especially and and, and force awakens like the, the feeling and things like that. But um, this one like went kind of full out with like, Oh, by the way, Leia is a Jedi. I don't know if you guys knew that. Right. Right. And, and that was a little, that was, I wish that had been, Set up a little better. Yeah, set set up
0: that event. a little bit in the, in the Last Jedi with her, like, sure,
2: with the force, the going, force like, space li- like, yeah, day, like yeah.
0: literally living sure. through the vacuum of space. It uh, yeah. was, uh, sure, was good. But, um, so we have a redemption moment, not a redemption, but we have like a, I don't know coming coming back to his own moment when Kylo Ren builds his mask, and that felt to me like an undoing of the Last Jedi as well. <laughs> you know, like you're mm. going to destroy the mask, well, I'm going to put it back, and he's going to have the mask. Because I, I thought that was a mistake. I liked I like Kylo with the mask, but I understand it's hard to get emotion from an actor when they are covered with the mask. I understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, the festival was a really cool setting, but. Um, I mean, the only thing that really felt like it happened there was them murdering the Stormtrooper, and they find Lando, and then they kind of drive away, you know? Um, mm-hmm. That's uh Yes, yeah. It's really only significant... A little too to cutesy,
2: too, with the yeah. kids, for me, just a little bit. Like, I love Ewoks. I think that that's... I mean, Return of the Jedi is my favorite of the original films, and I know that was one of the criticisms uh, on Return of the Jedi if, if you were an adult in 1983, that a little too cutesy. I don't... I've never minded that with the Ewoks, because they... A, they serve a function, and B, they—it's like that's it. That's the only part. That's cutesy. This one had a lot of like little, little cutesy notes in it. I could have used a little bit less of that, honestly.
0: You're into more of the grotesque, like Mm -hmm, lactating stuff. Yeah,
2: (laughs) right. Um, Anything, any creature that's lactating in a Star Wars there was a jarring lack of lactation in this movie and
0: i'm sure ryan johnson felt the same
2: that's gonna be my blurb on rotten tomatoes
0: (laughs) please i'll pay you money i'm not kidding i'll venmo you now if you said jarring if just your review is just jarring lack of lactation period that's it (laughs) brian gill rotten (laughs) f minus that's so good um So we're introduced to Lando. Like I said, the magic dagger thing uh, happens there. And then Chewie's captured by the First Order. And uh, Kylo Ren shows up. Man, Ray flipping over the TIE fighter was so daggum epic. Super cool, yeah. I just turned to Richard and I was like, oh! You know, it was like the freaking thing is crashing and it's like (laughs) flipping over. You know, the TIE fighters. Oh, man. That was just like... That was... uh, visually stunning you know the whole thing was visually stunning um and then kylo gets out of the thing they see the ship flying away and then they have the battle to hold the ship back and i thought that was great too um super cool didn't see that cool cool moment moment yeah Yeah, that was and We'll get it. We'll touch on this for a little bit, but JJ did say at the outset, like there's going to be some stuff with the force. That's going to piss some people off with this movie. Mm. That did not piss me off at all. Um no. that you could be so powerful as to move a ship. And then uh, of course the realization from Ray or the moment from Ray where the lightning comes out of her, her arm or her hand. And uh, you know, only Palpatine has that power previously. So that was a big tell there. That was a, an impactful moment. Then C-3PO comes big into play in the film. I re- I liked how they used 3PO in this. I thought he was kind of underutilized in the uh, in the other films. Um, mm. And I thought he was not annoying, um, like he tends to be. But uh, you know, I think the uh, the plot device of using him as a translator worked really well too. And it goes back yeah, to was just cool. the protocol droid. Mm -hmm. um you know what he was his function was when luke when luke picked him up you know i i I liked and appreciated that um the restoring his memory wiping his memory made sense to me as well i loved that little guy that was repairing him (laughs) that he was really fun as well a little cutesy but fun um the one cutesy thing that was like overboard for me brian was the the Dio droid. It's like we don't need another one of these. We just don't. Like yeah. R2D2 can't even be round anymore because <laughs> there's know. so many droids.
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh I will tell you my son disagrees with you. <laughs> I know, yeah. I, 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 you're I right. do. You, you gotta, gotta I, make toys. Totally I understand. understand. Yeah. You gotta make toys. Yeah, no, I told
0: totally And
1: Finn needed that. his own because that the the BB's gonna go with <laughs> sure. Oscar or, yeah, Finn, or, or Finn
0: needed <laughs> his own thing.
1: Poe or whatever, yeah. so Yeah. that was there That's for true. that. Um we
0: have a we go. They go to the droid market, and we're introduced to Zori, aka Carrie Russell. Good to see her. Uh, Still hot. Even in, the, in well, a helmet. Even in a helmet. Great <laughs> greatness. Queen of us all. Yeah, <laughs> just owns the screen even when you can't see your face. Great. Um, I love that uh, the, the outfit she wore. Yeah, I don't it was know. Cool. Yeah, it was cool. I don't know how much functionality she has in this universe, other than like helping you know Poe Dameron out in the in the movie. Mm. But uh, you she know, served was, a purpose. Yeah, sure. she she had yeah. a, she had a purpose, sure. and it wasn't completely superfluous. But uh, yeah, you know, I don't know if we're going to see much more Zori Bliss stuff. Yeah. You know, I just don't know right. if it's like okay, we only needed her for this one moment mm-hmm. of this thing, and that's sure. it. But uh, yeah, it's really cool to see uh, see her involved, and you know, JJ brought her back from the Felicity days, and kind of comes full circle for him too, as well with this project. And uh, we find out that. There's something involved with the indoor moons with this. The Return of the Jedi is indoor, yeah, and uh, it, it excited me that we would be returning indoor in this film because I didn't know didn't know if we would and hoped mm-hmm. that we would uh, at some point, at least uh, you know yeah. some kind of homage the system, to that yeah. anyway.
2: Yeah, yeah, totally. No, that was cool. I mean, we I knew that from the trailers that we're gonna get that shot of the remnants of the Death Star mm. there in the water, but it was really cool in the, in within the within the movie, like better even than the trailer. Like it really, oh. the scale and scope of that was pretty spectacular.
0: I don't know, yeah, oh, we'll get there. We'll get there. That was incredible. Um, So they go at, onto the, uh, I guess they, they find out Chewie's alive. They go into Kylo Ren's ship to retrieve him and they Ray does Jedi mind tricks which is great and they don't do enough of that and i love the bringing that back and i love Poe and Finn like did she do that to us i like that um the Vader mask makes a return as well and Kylo Ren kind of gets power from it or uses it as inspiration still it was uh mm-hmm. fun to see him not letting that dream die i guess you know you you maybe would think that after what happened in the last Jedi that he would have once he became Supreme leader. That's like, okay, I'm better than Darth Vader now. I don't even, but he still like has that desire in his heart to yeah continue that legacy. And I, I, I liked that. I uh, appreciated that too. Um, so now we go to more of the force powers that might offend people, piss people off. And if some of you notice if you're a star Wars fan, you notice that the Mandalorian episode seven dropped Yesterday, Wednesday, the movie came out on Friday The uh, or Thursday night. The uh, Mandalorian dropped, episode seven dropped on Wednesday, <laughs> which normally drops. they drop new episodes on Friday. I was very curious, like, why would they do that? Why would they drop it early? You know, what difference does it make that it comes out on Friday, right, in the end? Um, spoiler alert for episode seven of The Mandalorian. Um, All right, I'm taking my <laughs> headphones off. Okay. <laughs> I no, there, no there's really – it can't really spoil it. Let's just say <laughs> – Baby Yoda is in the Mandalorian. Everyone knows that by now. Baby Yoda mm. uses healing force powers in gotcha. in the episode. Okay. And so to me, that was like, okay, them saying we need to get this out there and people to see that this is an ability that can happen before they go to see the rise of Skywalker and everyone is just completely up in arms that like that can't happen with the force. Because when, when Ray did that first, uh, you know, she like heals the worm thing or whatever. I was like, okay, yeah, cool. She's healing him with the force. Great, you know, because I'd seen that literally 24 hours before the on, sure. on uh, Disney plus. So that was, I think that I was love cool. the,
2: the, the explainer on that. Cause I, I had like a moment of like, okay, this is, if I have an issue with, with star Wars at all through the course of this whole thing is like the, the there's, it's very convenient. What powers Jedi have whenever they want to have it, you know, it, 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 it not even McGuffany, it's like, it's, there's very little, uh, continuity on the, on the skill set and the abilities and stuff. And so that for me, for like, for a minute, I was like, okay, this might be taking it too far, but I love the, I thought the explanator on it was perfect. I, I just saying like, yeah, I just basically like, I, I, rever- I, I took some, some of the force and just kind of pushed it back out like that that i don't know whatever the the actual line and it was one line of dialogue and i was like okay that that works it's like, like, use, that, I, that's like usually, I use my force energy yeah. it was like okay yeah great. i was like okay cool yeah that's fine yeah
0: and i think knowing that ray is like this all-powerful jedi too it does make yeah, a difference definitely, definitely um and you know she can if she can shoot lightning from her fingers and do all that she's done, you know, healing power might not seem that weird. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, True. I I but I do understand that if you're a Star Wars fan and you just can't get over that, you know, cuz I had a hard time getting getting around the doppelganger thing in the last Jedi. I'm fine with it now. I understand it. It actually I actually like it now. But mm-hmm. uh at for after first viewing, I was like I don't know if I if I agree with that, uh, how mm. how powerful they made the force in the movie, and just very they did use it out of convenience. Um, sure. It seemed like, but um, so, what did we think about Ray being a Palpatine? Let's let's go there um, because we talked about it. I mean, in our trailer episodes, Brian, mm-hmm. the, the contingency plan for Palpatine, the Order sixty six, the um. The fact that she was a clone or whatever of Palpatine—I didn't buy granddaughter. I didn't. That's the only thing I didn't. I didn't get. I I would have much rather her just been like some clone or some creation Mm. rather than like, oh no, the Emperor was married to this girl and then this girl had kids and you know it's like a very weird. It's like how did how did the Emperor ever get married and like
2: what you know like (laughs) (laughs) turns out. Hinch. I don't know if you guys knew yeah, this. It's a great he, just g- for- <laughs> he gets he just gets it, dude. The Emperor just slams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's weird. I don't know if you guys knew this, but Job of the Hutt's a girl. So oh, uh, there we yeah. That's
1: that and like you know, some women or just any people, not just women, men are like this too sometimes, but some people just like to be treated poorly. You know, they're attracted to people that are not sure, very nice to sure. them. In that case, if you're mm-hmm. one of those people, I would imagine the Emperor would be an ideal catch. Sure. Right. Sure. Well, it was his, funny. His Tinder profile lied a little bit. Right. He was like yeah. He used a picture from when he was a senator, <laughs> yeah. not,
2: not the emperor. Yeah. yeah.
1: Corey <laughs> drove away. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> the, uh, the thing about that is, is like, yeah, it just felt weird because they show her parents on Jakku and like her dad and mom. It's like, her dad doesn't look like Palpatine's son at all. And it's like normal guy. I don't know. Why wasn't he force sensitive? You know why? Why is it her that's like? <laughs>
2: Sometimes it skips, it. man. A generation. Yeah,
0: maybe yeah. It does. It's like it's, it's like, like hair thin. Yeah. yeah, skips. Right. It skips. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's just like
1: it's, yeah. My dad's my dad's such a pain in the in the behind. Yeah. Well, you have no idea, man. Mine's the emperor.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh really? Yeah. Sorry, oh, your dad's
2: dad. a bounty hunter. Oh, that must suck. Mm, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Sorry, your dad doesn't approve of your soccer, Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's the Emperor. So. It's killed literally billions of people. Yeah, I, and I he mean, will well. one day kill me. I know it will come. <laughs> uh, so, sorry, yours doesn't let you borrow his boat <laughs> enough. Nice. Trent.
0: Uh, we move on to. What was the planet called, Brian? The, um, the planet that uh, Janna was on. With the horses, I forgot
2: the name. It wasn't X, X. I don't know if, I mean, it was in the Indoor system was the, yeah, it was one of the moons of Indoor, right? Wasn't it? Yeah, Yeah, I
0: think so. But uh, yeah, so it was the planet that the Death Stars crashed on. I don't know what that planet was called. Yeah. But, uh, but what did you think about her being like a deflector too? I thought that was a cool, yeah, like relatability moment for Finn and
1: like made him (laughs) feel like he belonged somewhere or was, you know. Like tourism opportunity though, yeah. I feel like if the Death Star crashes on my planet, I got that thing <laughs> yeah, up as a yeah, museum exactly. six months <laughs> later.
0: Yeah, you've got to totally. Yeah, yeah, you've got to turn you got a turnstile. Yeah, and yeah, You're selling stuff, tickets yeah. all <laughs> yeah all through yeah. the night as much as want people are willing to pay. Exactly. Yeah,
2: totally. Yeah, uh, no question. Yeah, I thought that was cool. I thought there was a there was a a nice connector for, for Finn because um, I've always, I thought that was very interesting within this, this universe these last three movies is his defection. And that was such a cool opening
1: kind of to the world of that moment, yeah. that, of, the new, oh, of the new world, absolutely. you know, of the post-Jedi yeah. world.
2: Totally, yeah. Yeah, I like that a lot. I thought that was really cool.
0: I thought so too uh, and it wasn't too much. I, I was really worried when they introduced the new characters that I was like, oh, these are two more characters mm-hmm. that we're gonna like Zori and uh and her and yeah. and I feel like they use them just enough and not too much and mm-hmm. uh, use them at the right places and the right right times it's, yeah
2: and and you get a at least for me it, the, the the uh connection to to Finn and Poe is it seems very genuine real fast it doesn't take long to it's oh you're a defector I'm also a defector cool all right well we have this thing in common especially for Finn is like I don't know anybody else that's in that that's you know, from that world, and then the the Zori Poe stuff of you know they used to run together or whatever. I mean, it, it 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 was a great way to introduce new characters without just beating you over the head with uh, you know extrapolation and and whatnot on that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and if they do want to do a Poe Dameron series or a Finn series, there you've got you've got side characters built in right there, you sure. know, and I, I would like, yeah. I would actually be all, all in on that. Um, they wanted to explore yeah. that more, but, uh, but yeah, so they go to destroy the wayfinder. Then Kylo Ren gets hurt. Uh, they have the big battle on the death star. I like, I like that a lot. Um, I think that I,
2: might be the best
0: lightsaber. It battle might be, man. This whole it, series, it was man. incredible that
2: was, the was visuals, awesome.
0: the 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 stakes. I mean, it just felt like a, a WWE fight, like in the main event of WrestleMania, where each guy's mm-hmm. going down, and each guy's is is doing getting his moves in, you know, and each guy is like giving it their all. It really felt like that, you know. It, it didn't feel like one like they were just fighting and, and it was like dancing around, you know, it really felt like they were just beating, you know, using all the energy that they had, um, yeah. stored up. And, and that was, a uh, that was just really effective. And, and for me, man, it's just such an emotional connection between Ky- Kylo and Ray. I just love that so much and yes. their relationship and their struggle with each other. Um, and you feel that in the fighting, you know, you feel that, um, when they look at each other, you know it's just such a such a cool relationship to to see on screen and, and to, to be able to witness. Uh, I mean, quite honestly, it's been my favorite thing about this is has been Kylo Ren and Rey and, and to watch it and, go
1: from kind of sibling to romantic and not. I don't mean that negatively. Kind of, it's just sort of you watch them mm-hmm. uh, it totally change with the once you are in mm-hmm. the context of everything. It's kind of cool. I thought they pulled that off and and also.
0: I mean a lot has been said about Rey but 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 Kylo Ren's struggle especially in the Force Awakens to yeah to battle the light and to distance himself from his family is such a such a battle for him always to to deny his future I mean to not to deny his past um and and I thought that was a really yes. poignant moment to to for that to happen and um
2: speaking I, of that I just, okay go yeah on. sorry I th- I thought uh, there are things that that were done really well. That might be beyond beyond Daisy Ridley's performance and the way that plays out from a, from a story perspective. I love the way that that JJ did the Kylo Ren Ben Solo story over the course of his you know his two and a half mm-hmm. movies and and Ryan Johnson too. Ryan Johnson did a great. I think Ryan Johnson did better with with uh, Kylo Ren than than probably any any other character or anything else within that his movie uh i i love i think the way that that has played out was really um emotionally devastating at times and and very impactful and had i don't know like it did a great job of seeming like uh a real world thing where it, with the idea that like yeah, this is a movie, and it's about you know space wizards and stuff. But there, you know, that there is evil, and that there is good, and that that's a battle between the two, and that you know you've got to choose which side you're going to be on, and continue to choose it, and that there are consequences for your actions. Right. So I love the struggle for him. I thought, I just thought it was such a cool part of Force Awakens, and to have that develop out over these last two movies, I I'm, I'm genuinely I I don't know that you could do a better job with that kind of storyline than these movies did it just it's so perfect on that front and and i love and adam driver's just so good gosh i love adam driver so much it's just i'm sure i've said this before but it's just amazing to me that that guy is somebody that I don't know? F- uh, six years ago, we really didn't even know who he was at all, and now he's in eighteen movies a year, yeah. and every single time, I'm just like, yep, loved Adam Driver. That that, that dude's awesome. Um, he was the good he part of girls that character six so years ago. Well. Yeah. yeah, totally. oh yeah, he's in the he, scene. He embodied good. that character so well, and he he's he and Daisy really just that's just it's just such a great balance, character wise yeah. and acting wise. I, I loved watching them on screen each each time throughout the course of this series.
0: Yeah, and it's a little, I don't know, maybe it's because they're both just so powerful, but it really felt like there was more of a connection to them like that we would find Mm -hmm. out about later than there actually was just because they were, I mean, even in this movie where they fight like through the Force, you know, and it's like they're having physical battles through the Force, and I just don't feel like any other characters could have that um, that ability, Mm -hmm. and and it just made them feel like they had a special connection. I don't know if it was only because uh, of whatever. But I mean,
2: it just kind of says, and I'm sorry, I don't remember the terminology, but it, something like that, that. I mean, he, he references that he says that they're they have this connection that, you know, that the emperor doesn't even know about that. No one has seen in generations okay. or something. like that. I can't remember what he called it, but like a, I don't know, like a, uh, duality almost or something gotcha. like that. Okay, cool. Diode, Diode. But, yeah. Or diet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, me, that would be a Star Wars
1: nerd over here, kind of a stickler.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that was cool. The term yeah.
0: diode. Yeah. Use <laughs> <Newality.
2: laughs> <Sure>, your gold lightsaber. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, while we're on the, the topic of Kylo Ren, um, we got to touch on this. Freaking Han Solo, man. Oh, my um, gosh. oh, the best part of Didn't the movie that was that kid. Jason no, was
1: in the bathroom for that and then came he back was? in and Han Solo was on screen and the look on his face. that made. That's why I gave, I'm i going to give it a great grade. <laughs> Even the movie was terrible. I don't care how bad I had to be. I was not going to go to the bathroom. Gosh, for this. Yeah, freaking I desk. Don't, yeah. Sorry guys, my desk Mason is like wobbling. You got you
0: got bladder issues, man. You got to get that taken care of. Or w- he's got he's got bowel issues, and that's even worse. So get yeah. get
1: that taken <laughs> yeah. care of, man. You can sit there for 2 hours and not it. He's old. What yeah. are you going to do? I went to the bathroom, but I timed it perfectly. I felt like I'm really cr- I went early, act 1. And then yeah. settled in. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, man, that
0: was a uh, such a didn't unexpected moment and I loved it. I, 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 you know, going in, if you had told me, man, Han Solo is going to be in this, I would be like, I don't want it. I don't want it. I'm done. Yeah. And then yeah, when it happened, great. I was like, Oh man, I'm Pretty so perfect. I, it was yeah. like the, it was what we needed. It was what that character needed. It was, it honestly f- felt like a better send off to Han than what we got, you know. And it, it felt like it did the character a little bit more respect than, oh, he's just going to be murdered by his awful son and that's it, you know. It, it really <laughs> did. It felt like he redeemed. Ben Solo and, and helped him him come back to um, his his uh, destiny. And I like I liked Ray saying, you know, I wanted to take your hand. I wanted to take Ben's hand. A you know, she saw him. She saw the light in him always. You know, and it was just up to him to to figure that out. I liked I liked Han, and then we get uh, Ray going back to the uh, Skellig Michael planet i don't know what it's called the actual island's called skelly michael um but uh she <laughs> milk, goes there milktown usa
2: mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> the dairy farm <laughs> she welcome to milk city yeah right she abs-
0: <laughs> she goes there and um, basically wants to become luke skywalker um burns the tree down and uh and all that stuff mm. to burn the jedi text whatever Throw, tries to burn the lightsaber and then here comes force ghost luke to yeah. talk to her what a great moment
1: can I say um, something about the Force Ghosts, both Han and Luke? Wherever the Force Ghosts live in Force Ghostland, um, not a barber, because their hair is longer than when they died. That was weird. Like, yeah. your hair is still growing? I don't I think ghost. Han was a Force Ghost. I think Han was just, like, a projection. A projection Regardless, of his... Yeah, like yeah. but his hair was still... Oh, Three inches longer than it was when he died. It was. It was yeah. so long. And then yeah. Luke's was like seven too. inches longer yeah. than when he died. Yeah. And it's just good to know. The other thing right. was, yeah. there's the buffet in Force Ghostland yeah. works because they were both yeah. beefier than when they died. So the food's
2: good in Force Ghostland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And you no have, barbers. You don't have to work out anymore. You know. It's yeah. Fine. You have to you watch know, the cholesterol. There's nothing to nothing to stay around for. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah. You can have all the milk you want. You know. That's yeah. That's good. It's fine. Luke um, tells. I, I will say I like the Luke Ray stuff. I thought the the setup to that was kind of cheesy. Like I'm going to go to this island and burn this Tie Fighter and stuff was yeah. a little. She's like she basically it was like funny. I'm just
0: going to do what Luke did. I'm done with this. Yeah. I'm going where sure. no one can find me. I'm I'm retiring basically. And and you know Luke talks her out of it. Great moment where he brings her Leia's lightsaber and it's like you you know the thousand generations are with you now. I like like that so much. Um and you know, even more impactful without Carrie Fisher around, you know, I felt like and you know, it, it really is, Brian, it really does feel like this was supposed to be Carrie Fisher's film at the end. Yeah, and no question. And yeah maybe that was the plan from JJ at the beginning. You know, maybe that's why Palpatine feels so shoehorned is because we have to do something, but we can't Mm -hmm. do princess Leia. We can't do Luke. We can't do Han. What do we do? You Mm -hmm. know, how do we bring this back? And, you know, to me that works of, Oh, Palpatine's been controlling this the whole time. That's great. Okay. I buy that. Mm -hmm. You know, from episode one to episode seven, essentially Palpatine's the main thing. So, Mm-hmm. Other than Darth Vader and Luke. So I, sure. I totally get that. And, and it, you know, it worked on me. Let's just
2: say that, but yeah, it didn't, it didn't bother me. Uh, I mean, I was like, it's, that's one of those things where I think you said it earlier, Richard, at the beginning, like, uh, you, you know, going in, especially with a movie like this, that is a blockbuster star popcorn kind of temp uh, tentpole movie. Like you, you do understand that you're watching a movie and you have to like, Uh, there are going to be things that happen even in the very best of blockbuster movies that are not even macguffin It's just like, well, but it's a movie. So we have to kind of wave the movie wand and sprinkle some movie dust on it. And that's that's how it works. So for me, that was one of those things. It was like, um, is this the... Whether or not this was the plan all along, I don't know. Like, is this kind of convenient or is it kind of odd or whatever? Yeah, sure. And but are you going to do it well? Yeah. Okay, fine. Then, cool. Like, I'm here. Let's let's do this. Mm-hmm. And, and is the payoff going to be worth all of this and that? I think it was. I think the the payoff at the end, the 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 coming together of of those two characters to defeat. I mean, yeah, that works. It was awesome. It was a great. It was a really really cool scene. And so it makes all that. All that questionable setup to me makes it worth it. Right. Speaking of setup,
0: that one shot in The Last Jedi, and I watched it today uh, before I went in to see this. That one. You and Tito, 6 a.m. Me and Tito (laughs) got up and and did it. He was not happy with me. But uh, we, uh, yeah. So, you know, I watched the movie, that one shot in The Last Jedi, and it literally is two seconds that shows the X Wing underwater was it's mm-hmm. such a cool yep. payoff
2: i mean this yep, this when yep. that happened i was like yes you know and mm-hmm. as soon as i saw the tie fighter on fire i was like luke's luke is about to show up and he's gonna bring that x-wing <laughs> and i was like yep i'm cool with it man yeah. i'm cool and like, it's it all comes awesome. back to dagobah and him lifting
0: the x-wing and yeah man and the music swells right.
2: and you're just like freak yeah man yeah totally. yes
0: yeah um i like that a lot so we finally get um to oh by the way she he gives uh luke gives Le, uh ray both the sabers and says here take these mm-hmm. you, you know whatever so she she goes and now they're going she takes the x-wing and now she's going to meet up with the uh, rest of the resistance and they're going to take on the final order uh as it were mm-hmm. so Right when they think they're outmatched, here comes the rest of the resistance, and what a cool shot that was of all of the, Golly, man. the the most Avengers in game. Yeah, like, here we like all are, just let's do this! Like, you know, and I w- kind of wish I hadn't seen that in the trailer, you know, but mm. it was cool, a cool moment, especially with Lando sure. leading the charge coming back and, uh, and all that. It' cool to see all those ships. The blockade runner was really neat to see. Yeah. Uh, all mm-hmm. the the ships from Star Wars Rebels and things like that uh being in there was cool. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I saw Ghost in there. It, I thought that too was one of the spots where it did build. I was talking to uh one of the people, I don't remember who, Jason, somebody that we went to see the movie with and they that we're talking about how this movie again like kind of just glosses over a lot of the last Jedi, but that's one spot where I felt like it really built on last Jedi because you have that, that battle at crate when nobody comes to their aid and the whole theme of that movie is, you know, that we're, you know, we're the spark that lights the fire of the resistance or whatever. And then for Poe to be like, nobody's coming. Uh, we're, you know, we're hosed on this guys. And then to have all those ships show up, I thought that was a really cool building moment from the way things have shifted from, uh, the end of Last Jedi to this one, that now that there is some beliefs, you, you've you've accomplished something. You know, there's some belief out there that uh, that transpired over the course of the end of that movie, and then between that movie and this movie and stuff. I thought that was so cool. And yeah, the scene itself, like just the setting of it and whatnot, with with Lando and Chewie and the Falcon at the front of it. That was, I mean, that's just super nerd goosebumps. It was great.
0: Yeah, the uh, the uh, the, fir- the first Order guy. Saying who is that? They don't have a navy. He's like, it's not a navy, it's just people. That was great too. It's just the, uh, you know, it does. It doesn't matter, you know. It's like it- it's a uh, the masses will can overrule anything, you know. And that's what it really felt like. It's like when yeah, people come together. Some- when people come together they can accomplish whatever they want to accomplish, yeah. right? With mm-hmm. a, with a common goal. You know, and that's what it felt like. No no special ability required. So we gotta overthrow
1: the government, man. We're yeah, do it. Yeah, is there a <laughs> message here, JJ? You're um, oh, great by the way, it was Richard E. Grant. That was awesome. awesome. Yeah. He's yeah. a face built for this. I love him. He's become a The first one of my order films. in this
0: was so much better than the last films. The, yeah. They they are so ch- like cartoony in the first two, especially General Hux and it was so much more toned down. It felt so much more like Episode uh, Four, I guess it is, or A New Hope, with the, the Empire just sitting around the conference table talking, and that's what I want my Empire or my First Order to be. And Kent loves conference table meetings. I do. I love it. Um, I <laughs> actually H-File love Hawks as a character.
2: Big on conference tables. Yeah. <laughs> I actually I like love Hawks as a character. This.
0: You know, I yeah, I was to mention that. I saw that coming. I, I was like, he's he's gonna be the spy because you can't introduce a new character to be the spy, right? It has to be somebody we already knew about. And he was the only person who had yeah. anything against Kylo Ren because he wanted to be the Supreme leader. Right. And, and how that all ended up in the last Jedi. So yeah, I saw that coming, but it still was great. Uh, the moment, the actual moment that it happens was, was, a. Uh, was solid, and, and then the fact kind of that unexpected. it only lasts
1: a minute after that, too, he's dead, which is funny, yeah. too. yeah, yeah. It's he like, once, okay, okay this guy's useless, okay, get him out of here, you know, yeah, that's fine,
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. Um, so
0: we, we finally get the final battle with uh, Palpatine, Kylo Ren, Ray, they're in, like, it looks like, uh, is it the thing from episode one, Brian, like with the um you know, like the council center or whatever it is from Coruscant. It literally felt like with all the choir and, mm. you know, or like the the, the crowd from the Padre scene or something. Like I, That was a setting I don't oh, feel yeah, like yeah, we had yeah. ever sure. seen. With that whole, like, no, I you know, the stadium sure. watching them or whatever it was uh, yeah, around that the was
2: throne. Really cool. And the chanting yeah. and all that. Man, sort of I really stuff. thought yeah, they were going to do, creepy,
0: do Duel of the Fates there. With the, the sure. I, when I saw the choir, I was like, oh, here comes Duel of the Fates. And the ep- epic end of this movie is... You
2: know, mm-hmm. dun, 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 dun.
0: You know the whole, like, John <laughs> yeah. Williams just going ham at the end. And uh, right. it was good. It was good. But uh, they didn't have that moment. So basically, Rey finds out, it's like, all the Jedi... <laughs> like support her right she has that like flashback moment oh, where so cool they're man. like ray, Gosh, ray. and then you hear all the voices of the old jedi and yoda and you hear Reminded
2: me of harry potter yeah i'm glad you 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 can see that now like yeah that i did. can say that and you can know what i'm talking about like i love that i thought that was a really cool to have all those voices and that's all we needed i would have been a little it would have lost some of its power if because i thought i don't know if you guys were in the same but like i thought we were about to see 20 force ghosts oh, that I they know. all were going to be there and stuff and i that might have been overkill but just having rambling Lincoln <laughs> like in uh, <laughs> <laughs> the sandler movie yeah 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 chubbs yeah, yeah. Chubbs. And chubbs um I was just like is that carl weathers oh, okay chubbs with the, the like the land. land and the, the crocodile <laughs> you know It'd be a great
1: yeah. edit. If, I wish that costume. scene had happened yeah. because we would make Kent stay right. up all night editing oh, in yeah. Chubbs. <laughs> in <the laughs> <Ramling Photoshop. laughs> Force Ghost yeah, Chubbs. Absolutely yeah.
2: absolutely. yeah. But I did, I, I had a moment where I was like, gosh, I kind of, I hope they don't just kill this with, with, uh, I don't want to see Hayden Christensen Force Ghost, you know, but, um, but it's just having the voices like that. I thought it was, I thought it was super cool, super goose bumpy for me. and, and, uh, very much, I think, wrapped up just the whole concept of these nine movies of, of the know, Jedi Order Sith versus and, you know. Jedi and Jedi Order and the 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 you know the spiritual Being the chosen one and, and all, and all that. that. Yeah, you yeah, know what? I, yeah, totally. I, I would have chosen.
1: This is armchair quarterbacking. You guys may not like this, but the Luke Force Ghost scene I didn't like that much because I don't know, it just seemed <laughs> weird. I wish it mm. would have been because as a from a business decision reintroducing. But also just cool Ray uh, Force Ghost scene with uh, Obi Wan, but but uh, mm. Ewan McGregor, and then you kind of can right. launch the Ewan McGregor show.
0: Oh, that, that would have been cool. Yeah,
1: that would have been. Yeah, nice. you like would have known Obi Wan though. Maybe. Yeah, well, I mean, you could write. Two yeah, lines. you could because be I like, aren't. I'm
0: Obi Wan. Yeah, yeah, I tra-
1: like, I trained, you know, and be like, they, you know, basically, we're calling the big guns this time because I'm. This is the last lesson you have to learn, essentially. God, that would be mm. awesome, man. Actually, now I think about that. I don't know. That was like when I, because I yeah. was kind of like an hour in, I was like, I wonder, because you know, they're doing the Obi-Wan show. It's like, that might be, you know, some Bob Iger brand synergy to like throw in Force sure. Ghost Obi-Wan yeah. there. Um, or even if they had some totally. weird Alec Guinness footage or something, because I mean, but mm-hmm. I'm both glad they yeah. didn't. But then also the Luke scene was kind of lame. So I kind of wish they had done something else with it, but that's okay. Sure.
0: Yeah, and I like the flashback scene of of Leia and Luke training together too. Uh, you know, they did use the de the aging on that. Yeah, that, that was and cool. That was cool, and and it gives us insight onto Leia's past as as a Jedi, you know, or a Jedi in training or or whatever it uh, it was. But that was cool. and, You know, I heard Samuel L. Jackson's voice in the in there, so good mm-hmm. to see Mace Windu. Yeah. Making an appearance. I, every, I mean, I,
2: I could. You can hear. Could you use I that heard Adam Christensen. I heard Liam Neeson. I heard obviously, uh, Hamill. I mean, it was it was a lot of mm-hmm. uh, Yoda. Obviously, mm-hmm. there was a bunch of all the recognizable Jedi that I could think of were were in that that little voice piece. It was pretty cool. Absolutely, and so they.
1: Uh, Ken, basi- you, you didn't you didn't repeat my quip that got, that got you giggling in the movie. Oh, okay. <laughs>
0: uh, the quip was like. Um, so, it was uh, it was on the planet when when uh, when Luke gives Ray the lightsaber. I don't, he's I don't like, know what it is. He's like, cause... <laughs> he's like uh, uh oh, here, Ray. Leia has something that she wanted you to have, <laughs> and and Richard goes, please be the metal bikini. <laughs> Oh <laughs> yeah. strong strong what if it was it was just the bikini from obviously like hey, this, yeah, really, this is super trolling really sexist yeah. turn
1: they were just all like oh no just horribly sexist them. out of nowhere <laughs> and that whole last scene she does that really moving yeah. the scene she's just in it and we're like why though
2: <laughs> it's just like what's happening guys uh now well, we were trying to make the gross section of our fanboys happy and uh just like, well, okay, that, that
0: was, was good um I liked how <laughs> the Emperor was on this like uh, mechanical arm because he's like yeah, been cut, that cut that in half. Cool. I liked that yeah, yeah, that was cool um and basically they fight to um, basically to the death until uh they kill the emperor, which was uh was Ray kills the emperor, I guess, and yeah. um you know powerful moment it felt epic it felt felt uh climactic in all the right ways and then we kind of get an epilogue um you know where they end up and um the healing of back and forth uh with 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 uh, ray and kylo and i want to talk about the mm-hmm. end with ray and kylo because mm-hmm. i just thought you know it is called the rise of skywalker and i just thought for a second i was like is this gonna be kylo <laughs> ren at force the baby, end, Force
2: baby, Force baby, yeah, being
0: like, <laughs> like, and Ray dies, and then Kylo Ren is Skywalker at the end, and like, I, I you know, especially when uh, the Emperor says, you know, the last Skywalker or whatever, and he throws him off the thing, and kind of setting that up, and and it, it did kind of end that way, you know. <laughs> to be mm. honest, it, it Kylo Ren redeems himself, heals her, and then they have that romantic moment where. They realize their love for each other, and then goodbye Kylo. And um, it felt
1: as poignant and as perfect as I wanted it to feel, can I, completely honest with you. Can Go I ahead. do a a theory here? This is like pretty nerdy of me, actually. You'll be surprised. I think in that moment, she kind of takes him as her husband, and that's why she gives the name at the end, in addition to seeing Leah mm. and them. Well, well his name she... was Solo, wasn't it? Oh, that's of. true. I guess. I guess he's Skywalker solo. That may, okay, never mind. Yeah. I take may, back my yeah. That's no. why I don't nerd. I don't I don't do the detailed work. Right, no, you got a
0: point there. I, I thought I felt like it was more about her. Um and and by the way, I loved her going back to Tatooine and sliding uh, down the thing. And I I don't know how or why she found that, but I don't care. I loved yeah, it. It was fine. so like homagey and and I realized I'm the person that came on here and Completely bashed, like like Jurassic World and all that for being so so homagey. But like, this is the mm. end of the freaking Star Wars series, guys. We ha- no, it, has rock, it has to be this way. It has to. No, it can't no, end that it. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, with, with the music, yeah, and her like the Ray's theme playing as she's sliding like, down yeah. the thing, and, yeah. and 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 gets yeah. the the lightsabers, buries the lightsabers, and then. She turns on her own lightsaber, which is yellow, freaking awesome. And mm-hmm. uh, we, you know, I, I should rewind a little bit because there's a little f- celebration scene and Chewie getting the medal. That tore me. Oh up. my gosh. Oh, yeah. I like almost lost it. weeping. I almost was lost weeping. it. I almost uh, lost I'm surprised
2: it. you guys didn't hear me. I was like, just, just, he's, she was, just, it was brutal. Oh, Brian's like, well, the merch was, he can buy with so that medal now for a shelf. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta get the official Gosh, medal, yeah. The two, so medal. Cool.
0: That was such a yeah. such a nice touch, you know, yeah. and, and a a moment of the original was Dirk trilogy. In the that suit.
2: Oh man. <laughs> Stop it. I can't <laughs> it was
0: what if it was Dirk? Chewy Dirk of Even ten times Brian's just dead in the theater. His name. <laughs> <laughs> um but but yeah, man, it it uh it it was like that's such a almost like a
2: goof from the original trilogy that yeah. they yeah, could it fix, is. you know. Yeah yeah Lindsay again in the car Lindsay was like what was the deal with the metal and I was like okay well and mm-hmm. you know just brought out all well, a, a, a full on you know PowerPoint ca- presentation and, car, and stuff car crash yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cooper's the in the car uh, Brian <laughs> Hold it together <laughs> yeah I mean that was yes it was it's a, it's, a, it's such a weird thing in the original movie and, I, and it's been a deal for 40 years of like why did they do this that's such an odd choice just like we, you know, we're the, we're the rebels and we're super accepting of everybody and all these aliens got to come in. But by the way, that Wookiee's got to stand behind everybody else. He doesn't get a medal. Yeah. This is not a super <laughs> accepting place. Just FYI. Didn't do that it was much. such an yeah. odd. He was such there, but he thing. wasn't like in the tribute. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. No, Build I, the I, I, love, I gotta be honest. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, you guys know I'm, I'm super pro Chewbacca. Chewbacca is my favorite character mm. in, in all of movies. And I, gosh, I just love how this the series and then this this movie This movie in did him so him so
0: well man so many oh funny gosh, moments yeah. like when he's ducking yeah. down trying to not get noticed when they're at the mm-hmm. festival and yeah. like
2: yeah it was it the deal was with solid. The, the the chest tape or whatever that that game is yeah. called and all that, that was awesome. jaric, yeah. I, I mean the other moment that that really legit got me was was when they get back to the base and uh, whoever it is says that, that Princess Leia is dead and Chewie just yeah. loses it and stuff I just thought that was so perfect because he's the last one mm-hmm. you know like of the original yeah. group especially even at that point like even C-3PO doesn't have his memories and mm-hmm. stuff so it's like he really is it's just him and R2-D2 that's it that's all that's all that's left from the original crew and so I thought that was just such a, a, a sweet sobering moment at the same time I, I loved it
0: yeah absolutely man um, well, the movie, the last final final moment is Ray at Luke's abode in uh, on Tatooine, and uh, you know walks out, buries the lightsabers. A, a neighbor walks by, and says, "Who are you? What's your name?" "I'm Ray." "Ray who?" "Ray Skywalker." And boom, end of movie. Um, and I saw it more Richard as like, you know, I guess t- carrying the torch for yeah. Yeah, for totally. Luke and Leia and. And, um,
1: question you know, are Merritt McKinney and Chase McKinney, f- um, from now you see me also diodes, the Woody Harrelson twins. <laughs> <laughs> Good question. We'll to, All right. Sorry. I, if you you know, kind of, right I don't right mean to it. go off track. I don't mean to go off track. Right. Uh, the,
0: the last shot of the film though, with, uh, Ray and BB eight looking at the twin sons, I thought was oh, very that poignant. And Netflix it was awesome. Too. So perfect.
1: That's yeah. what I always think, When I think here. of star Wars. <laughs> I think of being a kid and those two sons and finding that really mm-hmm. interesting. Like, Oh yeah, I guess some planets would have two sons, you know, theoretically could have mm-hmm. two sons and being kind of like, you know, six year old stoner, mind blown by that. I always think of that mm-hmm. shot when I think of Star Wars, I don't think of like the space stuff. And so I love that obviously. Cause it's, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. No, I, that scene was, I mean, that was just a, that's truly genuinely, that is a perfect shot to yeah. end this whole thing.
0: Yeah, so um, I guess we can end this on just talking about the reception
1: and and what, how did you feel, Brian? Like get you, it together? Nerds. Did you
0: hear anybody talking at the after the, we were leaving or anything like I that? Did.
1: I I saw a guy in the park. And I was like, "Well, I'll see you guys at the next terrible Star Wars movie." I was like, "Are you I serious?" Yeah, uh, it's
0: an
2: odd. I'm thing, very man. confused. Like, yeah, me too. Man. What,
0: what anybody would have changed about this? Like, I really. I don't I mean, know what it, else they how they could have wanted this to end. I don't. I can't think of of, a, of something that would have felt more poignant and appropriate than how it ended. I just can't. I can't think of it. I, I maybe big I will empire eventually. Fans,
1: I but guess. But they're rooting for the empire. I, or it's first just an order, odd
2: thing. Like I, like, I mean, I probably even more than than either of you. I mean, I have legitimate. I think there are legitimate criticisms of this movie just as there were for, you know, the last one or, or, or for any movie. And, and that's that's fine. I Fandom is just such an odd and weird yeah. place at this. Not just Star Wars. I mean, you know, just fandom in yeah. general because of the internet. And totally. it's it, it just, you know, when well, we saw the politics, first...
1: People become fans of their political party, like sports yeah, teams and, no, abso- on both absolutely. sides. And can't see yeah, what's in front of them
2: right no I absolutely agree and when we when the first when the Rotten Tomato score came out earlier this week and I, I think you guys are insane but like we didn't read any any reviews or look at any I just I saw the score that was it that's all I could that's all I'm going to do yeah. before I see any movie but especially a Star Wars movie saw the score and I, just, I think I said to you guys I was like I just I feel like there's been a lot of people that have just been whether they whether they intend to or not whether it's something they're seeking out or it's just kind of a, a byproduct of the whole thing, the whole uh, machine know, environment, it feels like a lot of people have just been ruminating in Star Wars angst for the last two years, and that yeah. it's it's almost like there was o- it, it may just be that there was almost no way that this was going to please. Certainly, I'm you're very, never going to please everyone, but that it was going to please a, they, there's a, a lot of lot the reviews of, are people very, that weren't going to be pleased no matter what. I
1: guess There's so a lot of reviews so. that are very anti. They're like it's all just fan service and i i understand that but it's a, it, right. you know it's, it's the ninth yeah. movie the final it's a, one it has yeah, to be I mean, yeah. yeah i mean it's kind of right. unless you want yeah. unless it's some kind of dark thing where like be some level the bad people win mm-hmm. but star wars is never that good good triumphs always right. so it's yeah. going to be servicey to the fans that like you know sure. characters you like are going to succeed yeah. I, I, mean, I will say, what, what,
2: I'll pull up right now, Kent, on the... Somebody sent me a screenshot, but let me pull up the the current... What's the current uh, score? I'm interested to see if it's, like, score, gotten
0: higher. It was, like, 55% when I saw it last. It's
2: 57% right now, but the audience score is 87. Okay, there you so go. So, I think that... And, by the way, Last Jedi was the exact opposite of that. However, the caveat to that is... Uh, the trolls. That Rotten, yeah, Rotten Tomatoes hadn't fixed their user score thing mm-hmm. yet, and so... Um, you could just get in and 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 bomb it. Um, so I, I don't know what the score would be. Otherwise, yeah. it would be lower than eighty seven percent, but higher than the forty four or whatever it is right now. The audience score wise So I, I don't know. Balance it. You know, average sixty seven yeah. or something. But
0: I would have thought, Brian, that the critics, you know, would have at least appreciated this for a f- an entertaining popcorn movie. I would too. I, That's what that's yeah. what mind blowing me. Like, yeah, I might not be a huge Star Wars fan. I don't get how this ties together but man that was a freaking crazy ride you know i've never seen anything like that on screen Mm -hmm. and that you know right you would think it would just get a recommend for for that for most people
2: but sure we we do have to say too like um obviously rotten tomatoes scores and reviews are not the end all be all we we pride ourselves i think all three of us on we're going to we've done it for this for 7 years. We will tell you how we feel about a movie. We'll give you our opinion on a movie and it's it's not going to be swayed by uh other stuff. I f- I feel like there has been a, a little bit of a shift with Rotten Tomatoes lately with some of the critics that are there on uh, it it plays a little too heavy towards the public sentiment so if you're one of these people that's been again it's just been ruminating in the anger around star wars then you go see this movie and the pacing sucks at the beginning and there's it's disneyfied and there's fan service and all this and you're just like well this sucks and it's a negative and i'm i'm coming out and i mean i saw multiple headlines that were like the worst star wars movie of all. i time, saw you
0: know, forbes.com forbes. Like said like, what are we doing?" yeah i saw man? a forbes article that said the headline was the Rise of Skywalker is the worst Star Wars movie by far, and it isn't even close. I was like, I don't. If you think that this is worse than Attack of the Clones, then then go for it. I don't. Yeah, I don't understand. It's Scott Mendelson
2: too. Scott Mendelson is a hack. I'll just be. I was just. I'll just call him out. I don't. Yeah. I'm not like anybody cares. Scott Mendelson is a bum of a of a, a critic and a reviewer. I, I just whatever. It's. <laughs> that's ridiculous you know, it, it, that is absolutely it is. again ridiculous. look if you if you have if you don't like this if you hate this movie fine that's like that's fine like no i'm not i'm everyone isn't you have your opinions you do what you want to do i i just it is an odd it's a bit of an odd thing with with that this movie is the one that we're gonna pick is like this is the worst star wars movie ever and it just it just feels like there are too many um Political reasons wrapped into those reviews. I'm probably on both sides. Let's be honest. So it, it, it's just it's just become a again like Star Wars fanboyism in general has turned most most things into what Trekkies were in the 70s. We're just like you guys are insufferable. This is a whip uh, to deal with y'all. And and now that's that's kind of crossed over into to everything almost almost anything that's a big pop cultural entity it's it's become that and um so you know we we can't handle the internet is is what i'm trying to say <laughs> that's the that's the thesis point that i'm trying to get across but
0: yeah uh, it's uh anyway. i mean it's very confounding
2: it just proves yeah, that like again, we're independent just that's fine make right, your own opinion sure.
0: and and I, yeah, I said at the absolutely. outset, I, I, I realized it's getting bad, bad publicity, but I'm going in fully expecting to be blown mm-hmm. away. And I was, sure. so <laughs> but look, you know.
2: we, we saw it with, we saw it with 14 adults, my kid and, and Tobin's kid were, were the, the 15th and 16th. And I think we all came out super enthused. If not really, I mean at least to at least Matt, one of my, one of the people we went to see with, he he texted me afterwards like that's my favorite Star Wars movie. So I nice. mean, like there's, I think overall it's going to end up being positive, and I do think this is one that's going to age better than. Maybe Last Jedi or Rogue One or any. I I just think people are going to return to this in five or ten years and be like, actually, that was really good. And I don't or, or at least was super fun and enjoyable. And I don't know why, you know, I hated it so much at the, at the time. But, you know, what was impressive you know, to me about is, it
0: is is how well it ended both Rey storyline like this trilogy and all the trilogies, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. because it's not as certainly like, oh, yeah, we need to end. The original trilogy in a poignant way—that's one goal. But to do both of them in a poignant way at the same time a hard is, way, is hard thing. Very man. tough. Yeah, really tough.
2: I yeah, I, I was I loved I loved that the celebration at the end with with everybody mm-hmm. coming back that and then that was a great homage to the original ending of Return of the Jedi before Lucas tinkered with it and you know had kind of overkill with all that stuff. I I thought that was really cool and just to. To see these, I mean, cause this whole group, I mean, the point is like, this is a ragtag group of, of rebels and there's just not a whole lot left to them and stuff. And to see them all have this moment of celebration and then to have those three, the three main remainders from the, the new cast to have embrace, that moment of yeah. of, yeah, the embrace and the, the eye connection across the group and all. I just, man, I thought that was, that was perfect and, mm-hmm. and. Maybe it's I don't know. I guess if you want to be cynical, it's sappy. But goodness, I, I'm I'm here for for sappy when it's in that that context. I thought it was really cool.
0: Yeah, another moment I liked was the the fact that uh, you know Luke told her to bring to the two lightsabers, and then she hands one off to Kylo like mm, through the was force cool. was such a cool moment, man. Gosh, that was like I don't know. That was. Such a great setup. I did not. I didn't see that coming at all. Yeah, and it was. Me I couldn't tell what was God. going on. Then when it yeah. clicked,
1: I was like, "Oh yes." <laughs> that
0: was. It was really, mm-hmm. really, really cool. Um, and yeah, man, I loved Ray's yellow lightsaber. It's cool. This is awesome. It was, cool. it was, awesome. Yeah, it was cool. Like analog style, and looks like she built it herself or something or found it or whatever. But, uh, but yeah, mm-hmm. maybe found it. And I like the switch on it
1: too. The way yeah. it was like a round switch instead of an up and down it was cool. Yeah, it was, it was like a
0: click, like cool. a click switch kind cool. of thing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I liked that, and uh, and man, like I said, I just don't, I just don't know how this could have ended any more poignantly. And maybe it could have, maybe it could have, you know. But we'll never know. But let's just say this version is perfectly acceptable to me. Perfectly fine. Great way to end it all. Let's move on. Let's make more Star Wars movies. Let's go. You know, that's how I feel. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, sure. I was hoping i would not be soured on star wars for a long time after this and i'm not i I feel a renewed faith renewed energy in the system i think kathy kennedy pulled it together by bringing jj back and and uh, knowing what was at stake uh, by doing that and not letting colin freaking trevorrow write this make this movie (laughs) which is what really was going to happen can you imagine if colin trevorrow ended star wars that yeah we just be having a very different conversation i feel like uh, with this episode but um But yeah, man, it's just, it feels so good. It felt felt so good to walk out of that theater and uh, to be happy and not confused or pissed. Um, And I was just Mm -hmm. energized and ready to go. But um, I'm about ready to hit a grade unless you guys have any other moments, things stuck out to you, likes, dislikes, things like that. And we'll wrap this thing up. Uh, By the way, we'll probably hit another episode of this. Uh, We'll see see it again maybe next week. Maybe after Christmas, yeah. come back. As with is the, also uh, tradition, we maybe yeah. we oh, get get some two. Ca- yeah, we maybe have some. a guest on, get some guest thoughts on yeah uh, on Star Wars and uh, and yeah. So mm-hmm. this is probably going to be the only relevant movie besides Cats over the next two weeks. So expect a Cats review, and I uh, oh, can't time. wait. That's can't my wait Star
1: movie. Wars right yeah. there, man. I'm actually excited. Yeah, no, it is. That's what <laughs> the train wreck standpoint. But you know, to yeah. be
0: honest, guys, like just to wrap this up, <laughs> it's going to be really hard for me not to put this in my top ten of the year. Same. It really is like. Uh, I don't know if I've had a had a more enjoyable experience in the movies, maybe Avengers was more like was just as as enjoyable just to end that you know on mm-hmm. such a high note, but Star Wars this just means so much to me dude. over my Gosh. lifetime yeah. that this was uh isn't gonna be tough to not put it at the top uh not at the top of my list but like pretty high on my mm-hmm. uh, definitely probably my best blockbuster of the year for sure. Yeah.
2: Well, wait till you see Hellboy. I, know I have you not that seen that. April, yeah, so, so you're right. Sure. You're right. <laughs> I've not
0: seen that yet. Spy. Yeah, spies everything. in disguise <laughs> comes out next week, so we'll see. Um, <laughs> any other th- Little Women's a blockbuster
2: too. Just that, like it's. I don't know if you guys know it this. Is it's, to a, me. it's a reimagining. There's a lot of superheroes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. About time. Joe wears an Iron Man mask. Just the
1: yeah, uh, CW ones. It's like the Arrow or whatever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. Okay, guys. Ready to hit a a tentative grade here? We maybe adjust it in the next episode. Yeah. uh, Tentative grade on for me for uh, this one. I think I gave The Force Awakens an A. I think I gave Last Jedi an A minus. I'm gonna go an A with this one. Um, I had some qualms with it, but uh, it's as solid of a movie as I could have wanted it to be, and uh, Mm. and yeah, gets the pass for me and immensely rewatchable. Can't wait to rewatch it multiple times yeah. and catch more. I'm just like, there's so much eye candy in this movie too. There's so much mm-hmm. to look at and Oscar Isaac. Yeah. yeah. I got you. yeah. Oscar <laughs> Isaac was great in this too, though. He, he this, this was his was best great. performance yeah. of the three too.
1: Like, yeah. It finally it gave him be. a little more sure. to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and yeah. so, so yeah, man, a for me, what about you, Brian?
2: Force Awakens is an A plus. I think that's my favorite movie of the decade. Um, last Jedi I don't remember if I give it an a or an a minus the pacing on this is real rough to me I, I'm excited to see it again tomorrow and and maybe some of that doesn't isn't as jarring doesn't stick out to me as much um, I definitely wish that we would have gotten three movies with JJ at the helm and I, and yeah. I I'm the, I really like last Jedi and I really like Ryan Johnson I, I I just think I think that's kind of my my take on that from just kind of putting again just kind of reading the tea leaves and then seeing this movie i i just i think that's they just don't mix i just don't think they mesh together so i would have liked to have seen a ryan johnson trilogy and i would have liked to have seen a jj J. abrams trilogy and not not the two kind of mixed together um i, pro- I probably go an I'll, I'll go with an a minus that i've might come up in the next viewing i don't know it's it's really strong i just gosh that pacing at the beginning really really kind of Kind of killed the vibe for me at the at the outset, but uh but overall I ended up and you're right, it's super fun, it's gonna be immensely rewatchable, and the the lead performances are just really, really, really good, especially for uh this kind of you know a setting like this, this kind of movie. So A minus for me. Richard. A plus for
1: me. Loved it. Loved it for me. Nice, man. yeah, nice, good. good. Solid. Well, um
0: I am excited to hear your thoughts, man fam. Please tweet us at madaboutmovies about movies if you're a VIP. Hit us up on Discord. We've got a uh, Rise of Skywalker spoilers channel on the Discord where we're talking about uh, this movie constantly uh, and chiming in with uh, all of our thoughts uh, beyond while we're on the air. So madaboutmoviespodcast.com slash VIP if you want to be a part of that. We have bonus episodes coming. We've got the Santa Claus review coming up next week. We've got our Harry Potter 8, The Deathly Hallows Part 2, Mm. which is uh, dropping right at the end of the year. And, uh, it's kind of mm. ending in 2019 on a, on a great note. So if you want more from us, it's mad about movies, slash VIP. And we have multiple episodes a week uh, on that feed. So join us over there and continue the conversation there. But if I was to find you
1: online, Richard, where would I do that? You can find me at Richard Barden on all the social media, mad about movies, Mad about podcast newsletter, Brian, where can I find you?
2: You can find me on the Twitter, Beagle12. You can find my writing at madaboutmoviespodcast.com. And uh, again, the Mad Movies Podcast newsletter. Kent, what about
0: you? You can find me online at Kent Garrison on Twitter and pretty much every social media platform at Kent Garrison. So thank you so much for listening. Please hit subscribe. Please leave us uh, a good review on a podcast uh, platform of your choice if you like what you hear. It really does help grow our show. And remember to subscribe. And uh, stay tuned to madaboutmoviespodcast.com for all the latest episodes from us. But until next time, we'll be probably be talking about either Star Wars or Cats. And we'll see you at the center.